Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. going on guys this is gary this is josh we're gonna talk soccer yep all right today is november 6th we're in november do you realize christmas is in like seven weeks <laughs> it's everything's flown by and uh we already have all the people are singing christmas songs oh man are you putting out christmas stuff i know it's crazy once uh halloween was done it's game on for christmas yeah it's not it's like they just forget about thanksgiving yeah and i know you're dealing with a bit of a cold so we'll try to Keep you from talking too much, but everybody loves your input. Um, guys, thank you. We're at, I think, 25,700 followers on Instagram now. Pretty amazing. Lots of DMs all the time. Love it. Um, like I've mentioned in the past, we try to get back to every single person at least once. And um, more than once if we can, but there are a lot of weeks we're getting tons and tons of DMs. So we kind of take things in the order they come in. Um, so if we respond to you once and then you reply back to us, it sort of goes back to the bottom of the queue. And of course, you know, sometimes we hit the deadline. <clears throat> what we're noticing is that on, uh, at deadline time, we have, you know, several DMs waiting for us on Instagram. <clears throat> and what happens is that whoever is sending them to us is in a different time zone in another part of the world. And we're here in the U S so, um, the, the time difference means that sometimes we can't get back to you before the deadline. So as much as you can, if you can think about things in advance and send them to us, we hate not being able to give someone an answer, uh, before the deadline, but sometimes it's just logistically impossible to do that. Um, also we had a great time writing a couple of articles, uh, for FPL football advice. Yep. Check them out at footballadvice.co.uk. <clears throat> uh, last week we talked about, uh, the importance of a bench as well as, um, answered a few different questions that were on FPL managers minds. And we're going to do another one this week. It looks like we're going to write it about the chips, uh, what they are what they're best used for, and when they are best played, which I think is a really, really important thing. All right, let's go back and retrace um, game week 11 before we get into game week 12. <clears throat> All right, the average point scored was 52, much higher than in week 11, or sorry, week 10, and the high was 147, which is not too shabby. Funny enough, <clears throat> the person who actually got 147... Mm. That's his first 147 points yep. ever. Ever. And he did zero transfers. Usually we see these teams that get a game week high or even a, a, a game day high, and they had, you know, 11, 10, 8 yep. transfers, something like that. <clears throat> this guy did not. So this was just a really well-managed team. So congratulations. Um, 147 points. Here's how it laid out. In goal, Keppa with two. Alonzo with six, Mendy with two, Chilwell with 12. <clears throat> Chilwell is definitely on our radar uh, watch list for the upcoming next few weeks. Willian with two, Sterling triple captain, 63 points. Richarlison with 15. Felipe Anderson also on our watch list with 13. Arnautovic finally comes through with 12. Aguero, the man, with 13. And Callum Wilson with 
seven. All right. <clears throat> Here's how our team did. We had 74 points. Not too bad. So 22 points over average. Um, game week rank was 459,090. But lots of green arrows, including our overall rank for the, I think the first time ever, <clears throat> really, especially this season, we cracked the 100K mark. So we're at 97,535 which is pretty good, and we can hopefully will continue to, to go up Yep. or down, whichever. We'll go in the right way. Whichever way the green arrows point, we want to go. Yeah. Uh, do you want to take them through our team? Sure. All right, so in goal, Fabianski with one. Yeah. Uh, a lot of goalkeepers. I think there's only one clean sheet this whole. Um, yeah. It was Newcastle out of all teams. Yeah, very different than the week prior. So pretty much all of the goalkeepers got one or two. Yeah, Robertson with two, Mendy with two, and Alonzo with six. Richarlison with 15, big for us. Mm. Mane, disappointed, only two. I think he had one that was disallowed that probably should have been allowed. Hazard, in like the first two minutes of him playing, got an assist, so four. Yep, came in off the bench. Disappointed from Madison, only three. Yeah. Arnautovic with 12. Very big uh, disappointment. Mitrovic with only one. Yeah. And then Aguero, our captain, with 26. Yeah, very nice. Always happy with Aguero, who actually played a full 90, which is a very, a very rare thing. All right. Um, so let's look at the dream team for Game Week 11. Hit the highlights on that. We post all of these things on our Instagram account, which is just at Let's Talk Soccer. And if you look for us on Twitter, we're at Let's Talk Soccer 2. That's the number 2. All right. Uh, in... Goal for the Game Week 11 Dream Team, Schmeichel, with eight. almost said Peter Schmeichel, but um, I think he's a little old to play these days. Um, Chilwell with 12. Schindler with 11. Um, Huddersfield with the clean sheet for yeah. the week. Um, Mitrovic couldn't get it done. Neither could Sherla. Uh, Coleman with 10. Sterling with 21. Sterling had an amazing week. Weekend. Richarlison, 15. Sane, 14. Felipe Anderson, 13. Marata, who scored in two consecutive weeks and actually had a brace in week 11 uh, with 13 points. Sergio Aguero, as we mentioned, with 13. And then Raul Jimenez with 12. Also, shout out to uh, David Silva. Yeah. He had an amazing week. He did. He did. And we're going to touch on um, quickly on all the games that were in week 11 and give some observations on players, which will help sort of lead us into uh, some choice selections for game week 12. All right. Uh, overall dream team. You want to take it? Sure. All right. So the total points out of uh, all players so far is 751. Uh, and the top player is Eden Hazard. Pretty obvious. Mm. With 79 points. So, in goal, Ederson with 60. Um, just been a beast this season. Mm -hmm. uh, Alonzo with 78. Uh, Robertson, 59. Uh, Kieran Trippier with 58. And if you look at Alonzo, he's basically 20 points higher than any other defender. He's been dominating this season. I mean, he's really, you know, uh, I know price-wise, but also score-wise, he's basically uh, an attacking mid. Yeah, pretty much. You know, or even a, a striker. I mean, he's got more points than everybody but Hazard. On That's this. only one more. <laughs> yeah. So Hazard with 70, 79, as we said. Mm -hmm. Sterling with 77. 21. 
points this week really yeah, helped. Yeah, that definitely helped. Salah, 67. I'm still not 100% sold on him. No. This season. No. A bit spotty. Uh, Mane with 65. Aguero with 73. Very impressive considering usually he only plays about 60 minutes. Yep. Uh, Wilson with 70 and Aubameyang with 65. Yep. And the thing about Aguero, too, is that a lot of people knock him for um, for only playing maybe 60 to 70 minutes. But those are quality 60 to 70 minutes, guys. This guy is um, – he's, you know, the highest scoring um, forward. Yeah. You know, points-wise at least in FPL. So that should tell you something. Yeah, Salah – haven't been super impressed, although, you know, he's still getting the job done. He's, you know, he's uh, in the top four midfielders in Fantasy Premier League, um, but that's just a lot of money to spend on him. But <clears throat> he's definitely not worthless, and he's not a waste of money. It's just how you choose to spend your money, I suppose. Um, all right, so let's look at... Um, Sort of quickly look at the fixtures that happen over the weekend and do some of our observations. Okay, now we saw Bournemouth at home lose to Man U one to two, but observations from this match: um, Alexis looked okay. Lukaku wasn't even anywhere to be found. And overall, the moral <clears throat> of the story for Man U mm. is uh, Man U plays better when Man uh, when Lukaku doesn't. Play. Apparently. Um, Martial's been a beast. Martial's been a beast. Uh, Rashford, I think, is is good. He just doesn't super play super consistently. Um, but yeah, Martial seems to have been uh, worth the price of admission the past couple of weekends, especially. Still not sold that he's the real deal. Um, he will not be on our team anytime soon. <clears throat> That's for sure. But I know a lot of people. Um, those bandwagoners love to jump on anyone who does even remotely good. Yeah. In a game week. Um, on the Bournemouth side, Callum Wilson. Just... I've been impressed with uh, Nathan Ake. I yeah. think he, he's been playing very well, and really, you're going to get a defender. Yeah. Uh, well, really, you can choose any of them, because they're all yeah. pretty decent. Their fixtures start to get a little bit sketchy, but yes, uh, in good weeks, for sure. And Begovic is a great goalkeeper to have in, too. Um, but Wilson uh, has been super impressive in that Bournemouth attack. Leicester City rightfully win 1-0 over Cardiff at Cardiff in honor of their fallen owner. Um, Madison, less than impressive. Yeah, he, he's been playing way too deep lately. He's playing deep. He looks lazy. He looks uninvolved. Um, just, you know, seen a lot of people on Twitter and on Instagram talking about, oh, well... He he barely missed out on a haul of 15 points, and the other week it was a haul of 12 points and stuff. But it's like, not really. He's not missing out on anything. He's not. He's just not getting the job done. Yeah. You know, we can make excuses for him all day long, but the moral of the story is that he's not producing points. And I think we're going to give him, like we did with Mitrovic this week, one last shot on our team, and then it's see you later. Yeah, the good, the only good thing really going for Madison is one, his fixtures, pretty decent coming up. Yeah, and also, um, he plays in a better team who's yeah. actually been able to do something so far. Right, unlike Fulham. Yeah, and uh, overall, I'm just it's kind of nice to see uh, Lester win, especially yeah, after what happened. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. Alan Shearer, uh, when he posted his um, team of the week, mm. he says every week he just had a full 
uh, Mustard Mustard Squad. That's cool. Um, Vardy, not super impressive either. Um, although I do think that um, the ball will start to fall for him in goal. Uh, ben Chilwell, I've been super impressed with, and Maguire, um, both on that defense, but Chilwell especially. I yeah. think he's he's inexpensive, and um, like some of the other um, wing backs this season, has the potential to to score some attacking points as well. All right, uh, Everton three one over Brighton. Richarlison back on it, which was a relief to all of his owners. In fact, he had a brace and was happy about that. Sigurdsson looked pretty good as well. On the Brighton side, not super impressive from them, um, although their fixtures get much easier moving into game week 12. Uh, Newcastle, blank Watford, so I guess a second clean sheet, two clean sheets, actually three of the weekend. Uh, The Cardiff-Lester City game, uh, the Newcastle-Watford game that we're talking about now in Huddersfield-Fulham. Honestly, I wouldn't uh, really jump on anyone no. uh, from Newcastle. Now, maybe Yedlin if you're just looking for a cheapish midfielder or a uh, defender. Yeah, because really, this is their first win of the season. Um, nothing too <clears throat> exciting yet. Um, I mean, honestly, I would be looking more at Watford players than yeah. Newcastle players. I think a lot of people are, too. You've got Holobos back there, Foster in goal, um, and uh, Pereira yep. there in the middle. And I, I know a lot of people, because Delafeu had a good Game week 10. A lot of people jumped on that bandwagon. Um, West Ham 4, Burnley 2. A lot of goals scored in that game. Arnautovic uh, back on form with a goal. And uh, Felipe Anderson has been a nice little surprise the past few game weeks. And we'll talk about him in a minute. But definitely on my radar screen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice to see Arnautovic back in the goals. Yep. Felipe Anderson compliments him well. Um, yeah, yeah, they do play very well together. It's finally not necessarily a team where it's just Arnautovic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, they finally have a bit of a duo. Yeah, and also Fabianski's. Fabianski's a good goalkeeper in the defensively. They look all right. Good old Zabaleta still getting the job done back there. Um, Arsenal won, Liverpool won. Uh, low scoring, actually. I think much lower than ex- what was expected out of this game. Um, Lacazette with the Arsenal goal pretty late in the game. uh, And Milner. Um, People laugh at him, but he's inexpensive, and he he is involved in a lot of goals. Yeah, he's pretty good. Pretty good pickup. I mean, you know, you could do worse than having Milner in your squad for the money. Yeah. Uh, Wolves, two. Spurs, three. Uh, that much hailed uh, Wolves defense giving up three goals, unfortunately. But Neves and Jimenez uh, coming in strong for Wolves. And definitely, again, speaking of value for the money, both of them are worth it for sure. For sure. Uh, Kane does get his goal. Uh, He's been a bit quiet, but he finally gets one. But um, I think he's got a lot of unhappy owners otherwise. On Sunday, we had a couple of games. Man City just took Southampton behind the woodshed and just crushed it 6-1. It was, what, 4-1 to at halftime. Sterling with a brace, David Silva, Sané, and Aguero, all with other goals, and Ings on a penalty kick, <clears throat> um, which was deserved. But otherwise, Southampton would have been blanked. 
six zero. Um, Aguero looked good. He was getting a lot of good service. He was creating a lot of chances. Sterling was outstanding. I thought um, really the four goal scorers. I thought all looked great. Mendy once again looked super sketchy to me, and he's starting to concern me a little bit. He is looking really shaky back there. For sure, uh, it's I don't know because he's very. Um, he doesn't look the greatest, but he's in a team that's yeah. so good. You, you really don't know whether you need to drop him or not. Yeah. And if you were to pick someone up, I would suggest uh, Laporte. Yeah, he's looking super confident. He had one sort of mess up, uh, gave away a stupid pass towards the end of the game, but otherwise he looked great. Um, <clears throat> with Mendy, I'm more concerned that I think Pep is going to say, um, hey, bro, I think you need a rest, and he's going to sit him. Yeah. One game. So again, back to the importance of a good bench, guys. All right, Chelsea three one over Crystal Palace. Pretty tight game there for a little while. Um, after Townsend scored the equalizer, but then uh, Hazard comes on and uh, almost immediately helps produce a result. Morata gets his second goal, and then Pedro caps it off with a third goal. Um, Alonso clearly back in form. Uh, Barkley, everybody's golden child for the past couple weeks, didn't quite live up to, I think, what they had hoped for. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Barkley bandwagon going into week 12. Um, some people already talking about picking up Marata and guys, just because he scored twice in a row <clears throat> against, uh, less than average teams doesn't mean you need to go out and, and spend a lot of money. You can, if you want, but yeah, I wouldn't advise it. And you also just have to really think about, like, what player you're actually picking up. I mean, it's Morata. Yeah. Very inconsistent. Very inconsistent. Uh, has some of the worst finishing. Uh, not even a consistent starter. Yeah, so, like, when you're investing in players, you really just have to think, not only are they on good form, but who is the player you're actually investing in? Yeah, what's the role they play on their team? And Yeah, you're exactly right, Josh. Um, and lastly, the Monday night game, Huddersfield won over Fulham. We mentioned Mitrovic looked – well, he looked bad enough, but Fulham just looked the, – the Fulham attack, if you want to call it that, was <clears throat> was horrific, giving away so many passes. They just couldn't get – Mitrovic didn't even have a chance to, to really take a clean shot the whole game. Um, and same for Sherla. I thought um, they were disappointing, and I just think <clears> – <throat> that Mitrovic doesn't have the team around him, no matter how good he is, uh, to support him scoring enough goals. And yeah. sometimes, <clears throat> to your point earlier, you got to think about the system that they're in, too, and who's around them, and he just doesn't have anyone around him right now. <clears throat> All right, perfect segue into Week 12 fixtures. We'll go through these kind of quickly, and then we're going to talk about players um, that you may want to look at for your fantasy team. Uh Saturday, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six games. Cardiff versus Brighton, Huddersfield versus West Ham, Burnley go to Leicester City, Bournemouth to Newcastle, Southampton take on Watford, and Crystal Palace play Spurs. On Sunday, the four remaining games, Liverpool at home against Fulham, Chelsea take on Everton, Arsenal host Wolves, and then the Manchester Derby, which I'm a Man City supporter. You're a Man U supporter, so this is going to be an interesting household come Sunday. Yeah. <clears throat> of course. I remember last time, uh, Man U were losing 2-0 at the half. 
uh, we you tweeted Peel in the USA, or you were gonna tweet Peel in the USA that I was gonna be wearing Man City jersey. Yeah. Uh, and then, well, I don't need to explain the rest. Yeah, we'll just forget about that. I don't even remember what really happened in that game, so we'll just forget that it happened. So um, we have posted uh, the fixture difficulty rankings, the FDRs for the next three game weeks. So game weeks twelve, thirteen, and fourteen. On Instagram, you can also link to it from Twitter. Um, but some teams that look good in game week 12, FDR-wise, Arsenal, Bournemouth, Brighton, Cardiff, Chelsea, Leicester City, Liverpool, Spurs, Watford, and West Ham. Those are teams that if you can pull players from there, I think you're going to you know, um, get some favorable points. Looking more long-term, looking out over that three-week stretch, Brighton looked good, Burnley looked good, Cardiff looked good, although I don't know how much you'll invest in a Cardiff player. Same for Huddersfield. Um, Leicester City have a great three-week stretch, so do Liverpool. Uh, Newcastle, but we talked about not investing a whole lot in Newcastle players. <clears throat> Um, and that's really it, um, for the, if you look at a three week glance. Okay. Now, something to think about when you're deciding on players. Yes, there's the eye test. Do they look good? Did they score goals this weekend? You know, um, uh, panic, not panic, excitement creates more excitement and, uh, someone, gets excited about a player who scored a goal like Barkley did and everybody uh, starts to freak out and everybody wants to buy or sell before the prices change without even really thinking about, does this make sense for my team? If you go to the FPL website, uh, you will see a tab for statistics. It's a great way to take a look uh, more uh, data-based, data-centric look at at different players. So you can really start to kind of assess and sort, especially we're 11 weeks into the season. <clears throat> I think everybody has a really good sense now of who's, who's for real and who's not. Um, and now that you're narrowing down the players that you might want on your team, uh, this will aid you in that decision making. Um, so we're going to look at a few categories. Um, value based on form. So, Current form, how much you're getting, how much bang for your buck are you getting based on a player's form? <clears throat> Some of the players towards the top, Pickford, who had a really great game for Everton, Matty Ryan, um, so two goalkeepers, which I think is is amazing, uh, Kiko Femina, who had a great game uh, for Watford, Martial is up there, so he's hot right now and he's a good value for his price. Um, Barkley a little further down the list, Begovic, um, Foster, and Chilwell are on there as well. So especially when you're looking for cheaper-priced players, um, this is a great way to sort the data. So it's value, and then in parentheses, form. Looking at another one, let's just look at assists for right now, just to get a sense of attacking players. Uh, Wilson and Alonzo with seven each. Um, and I'll consider Alonzo an attacking player uh, for the sake of this conversation. Um, Mendy, also up there. Mendy, Aguero with six each. 
didn't realize Aguero had that many. Um, and then you've got four players tied with five assists each, Frazier, Gunmanson, Sterling, and Sané. So this list really dominated by Manchester, Manchester City players right now. Uh, sliding over to goals, Aubameyang, Hazard, and Aguero all tied with seven. I think this is going to be an exciting race for the Golden Boot. <clears throat> Just behind them, there are, wow, one, two, three, four, five, six players with six goals each. That's Callum Wilson, Glenn Murray, who is sort of flying under the radar, Richarlison, Mane, Sterling, and Kane. So Kane, despite a lot of people thinking he's dead and gone, he's just one goal off the lead with that. Um, Saves. Yes, we want clean sheets from goalkeepers, but those don't always come. So another way to earn points is through saves. It gets you, for each four saves made by a goalkeeper, there's a point given, and also it's a great way for goalkeepers to accumulate BPS, which can lead to bonus points. So uh, the saves leaders right now, Joe Hart with 50, Fabianski has 45, followed by Matty Ryan. We have both Fabianski and Matty Ryan in our team. Uh, De Gea, <clears throat> believe it or not, is on there because he's facing a ton of shots. And that's the rub with this too is that, yeah, they're making saves, but their defenses are allowing a lot of shots. <clears throat> but sometimes these are more affordable goalkeepers, and they have the potential to keep clean sheets, so why not get a, a point here and a point up? One point um, in a game week can mean maybe thousands of spots or hundreds of spots <clears throat> in improvement, so why not take every little bit you can get? Uh, looking at clean sheets, <clears throat> um, we have... Ederson in the lead with seven. Allison follows him with six. Keppa with five. And then we've got a few here at four. Begovic, Dubrovka, McCarthy, and Rui Patricio. So also important, especially when it comes to your goalkeepers. <clears throat> and the defenses in front of them get those clean sheet points as well. Um, in terms of... Players that are on your radar screen for Game Week 12, Josh, who are they? Um, overall, <clears throat> I would say uh, you might want to try and pick up um, definitely players from Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe someone like James Milner. He's cheap, but mm-hmm. he's involved mm-hmm. against Fulham of all teams. Arguably the worst team in the league. Yeah. And this is this uh, these radar screens, guys, um, or watch lists are not the obvious players. Of course, Salah and Mane, yeah, on there. But you know, let's talk about some some players that maybe aren't part of your consideration set right now. Uh, I might even push for someone like uh, Lamella from Spurs, hmm. even though he's not uh, super great for value. He he's actually been scoring a decent amount of goals. It's a great this point, season. and he looks good. He looks dangerous. I think that's a great. A great call. Um, and then um, from someone from West Ham, maybe Felipe Anderson. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, Felipe's been on the radar screen uh, for quite a few, but I think his ownership is still low. And I think with the set of fixtures that West Ham have in the foreseeable future, uh, he will definitely make an entrance in our team probably next week. Yep. You have anybody else? Um, and then. <laughs> Uh, maybe someone from uh, Arsenal, like if you want a possible differential, 
maybe someone like Vegetarian. Yeah, if he'll get the playing time. Yeah, if you <clears throat> have a bit of faith. Maybe Shaka. Yeah, Shaka's been playing well as well. Uh, also, and maybe even someone like Damari Gray. He's getting some confidence back after yep. scoring. Yep. I think um, for me, um, if you haven't picked up Matty Ryan yet, I think he's a great get. Mentioned Glenn Murray already. Um, a lot of bang for the buck with him. <clears throat> Felipe Anderson, 100%. Um, ben Chilwell, I think, is a really good get from Leicester City. And I think that he will continue to be an FPL manager's uh, secret weapon to a degree. Um, Brooks from Bournemouth is cheap, and he's involved in the attack, and he's been getting a lot of playing time lately. I love your call on Lamella. Um, I think he'll continue to play a key role for them. Um, And who else is on my list? He kind of popped off people's list for a little while, but I think Sigurdsson should get back on. Um, He is looking good. He's been in you know, creating a lot of chances and has been super good there. Willian, <clears throat> I think, is one that kind of thrives in Sari's system. Um, and he always has the potential to score a goal or two. And he's on a lot of set pieces. Yeah. <clears throat> and then for Manchester City, hmm, I'd like to say that there are some off-the-radar players, but there's not. I think Laporte is probably one that is... Less on the radar screen. And then I'll say, um, David Silva. Just He's just not a, a loud, obnoxious, visible guy. But he, that guy is amazing to watch. And he can definitely, as we saw, um, not only create chances, but finish them as well. Yeah. Uh, the thing about the only problem with Laporte <laughs> is almost everybody owns a Manchester City defender. This is true. And no even though Laporte has been <clears throat> brilliant lately. Yeah. You're right. It's really difficult unless he's scoring or assisting yeah. to uh, get that difference. Good point. Very good point. Um, okay, just to answer some quick questions that might be on people's minds, we do not advise playing uh, your chips, your free hit. Uh, of course, if you need to use your um, your wild card and you haven't yet, go ahead and do that. But just make sure you're creating the best team for the future that you can. Um, but Using um, free hit, triple captain, or bench boost, no, no, no. Not until we get into double game weeks or even blank game weeks, which is the opposite of double game week where a team plays two matches in one week. Um, Blank game weeks just means they don't have any at all, and free hit is a good opportunity there. We're going to talk more about that in the article we're writing for FPL Football Advice, so we will put those links up when we get them. And guys, until next time, may your points be plentiful and your arrows be green. Peace.